Good morning, Father's House, and welcome to this devotion on how to encounter God, the promises of the new covenant. Today, in particular, we'll look at the promise that says that God is for us. Previously, when I was on, we spoke about the fact that God is with us. Today, we're going to look at this promise. God is for us. You know the verse, Romans 8, 31. It says, what then shall we say in response to all these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Verse 32 goes on to say, He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Well, firstly, this verse certainly doesn't mean that nothing will ever be against you in your life. Sometimes at work or even at home, you feel like somebody there is against you. Certainly that might be true. Some people are against you. Some spiritual forces of darkness might very well be against you. So how do we interpret this passage then for today? Number one, verse 31 says, what shall we say in response to all these things? Well, it's a response. A response to what then? What things? Here are the these things quoted in verse 31. It's quoting the rest of this chapter. Verse 1 says, that these things are that, firstly, we are not condemned. Verse 2 says that we are free from the law of sin and death. Verse 9 says that we live by the Spirit. And verse 16 says that the Spirit tells us we are the children of God. The these things spoken about is in verse 25 where, we, where it says we have a hope. In verse 26 where it says we have help. And verse 20, 28 that says God works all things for the good, for us. That is what these things are. So this is a response, a proclamation. If God is for us, then who can be against us? Is a proclamation made in light of all that has been done for us in Christ Jesus. So it's a response. Secondly, it's obviously rhetorical. Who can stand against us? What can? Well, obviously, the answer is nothing, and no one can. A better modern framing of this phrase might be, what could possibly stand in your way? What is standing in your way? What is standing in your way? Have you thought about that? Your anger, your history, your thought life, your own sin, your own feeling of condemnation your own greed, perhaps something standing in our way that is less obvious than the thing standing in the way of a promotion or of a happy future. This verse is a rhetorical response to the realities of grace. In this devotion, I want to encourage you to get your head and your heart into the realities of God's grace, and then you'll clear every obstacle. I'd like to say that again. When we get our heads and our hearts into the realities of God's grace by the reading of his word and prayer and worship, you'll be able to clear every obstacle. This, these two verses ends up saying that he'll give us all things if he gave us Christ. What does that mean? Well, it means that he'll give us all things that accompany Christ. 
Jesus, and God, God did not send Jesus to die so that you can have a Porsche, but he sent him so that you can have peace. So it's not for a Porsche, it's for peace. While you're driving your Porsche, obviously. It's not for your promotion and salary, but for your prosperity of your soul. While you have a promotion, or whether you have one or not. It's not to take you out of a troubled life, but to put you in a triumphant position. Those are the three things that encourages me today on that verse. It's not for my Porsche, but for my peace. It's not for promotion and salary, but for the prosperity of my soul. God gave me all things not to take me out of a troubled life, but to put me in a triumphant position. This next song is called Worthy of My Song. And I want to encourage you to take this position, that God is worthy of our song, because he has given us all things in Christ. I'm going to sing till my heart starts changing. Oh, I'm gonna worship till I mean every word. Cause the way that I feel and the fear I'm facing doesn't change who you are or what you deserve. I give you my worship, you still deserve it. You you're worthy, you're worthy of my song. I'll pour out your praises in blessing and breaking. You're worthy, you're worthy, you're worthy of my song. I'm gonna live like my King is risen gonna preach to my soul that you've already won and even though I can't see it I'm gonna keep believing that every promise you made is as good as done I give you my worship you still deserve it Blessing and breaking, you're worthy, you're worthy, Jesus, you're worthy of my song, you're worthy, you're worthy, Jesus, you're worthy of my song, you're worthy, you're worthy, you're worthy of my song, you're worthy, you're Shed, you were worthy. 
never stop singing your praise. I'll never stop singing your praise. And in the blessing and the pain, you are worthy. Whether you say yes or no, wait, you are worthy. And through it all, I choose to say, you are worthy. I'll never stop singing your praise. No, I'll never stop singing your praise. When I finally see your face, I cry worthy. When you Thank you, Lord. You are worthy of our song, of our worship. It is our response to say, if you are for us, who can be against us? And we say, nothing can stand against us because you are for us. You are worthy to be praised. Thank you that in Jesus, we have been given all things. In your wonderful name we pray. Amen. Amen. 